Welcome to FS Air, the weekly teaching content of Forest Students, brought to you over the airwaves. In life, there are some things that you just don't talk about. Actor and comedian Chris Rock recently learned this lesson the hard way. Earlier this year, he was hosting the 94th Academy Awards, which is the biggest award show of the year for Hollywood. During his hosting routine, he was making some jokes and noticed Will Smith and his wife Jada Smith sitting in the front row. Chris Rock then makes the joke, saying, Hey Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane too. Can't wait to see it. Now, he made this joke about Jada because she has a shaved head, which the movie character G.I. Jane also has. The only problem is, Jada Smith didn't choose to have a shaved head. Jada Smith has a disease that causes her hair to fall out. So, Chris Rock just made fun of her medical condition on live TV in front of the entire world. The rest is history. Will Smith stands up from his seat, marches right up to Chris Rock on stage, and open hand slaps him across the face. The crowd gasped. The internet exploded. Everyone was talking about this incident the next day. It was nicknamed the Slap Heard Around the World, or Slapgate. And of course, you probably saw the memes taking over, making fun of Chris Rock, making fun of Jada Smith. So in life, there are some things you just don't joke about. Why is that? Well, because we know, deep down, in life, there are some serious things that happen that are off-limits to joking, teasing, and mocking. We shouldn't make light of things like illnesses, tragedies, deaths. Those are serious things that should always be respected and taken seriously. If we respect serious things that happen in our world, then how much more should we take the infinite, holy, almighty God of the universe seriously? This is why we have the third commandment. God is the most important, most serious being we will ever encounter. So he deserves our utmost respect, honor, adoration, and seriousness. But one of the ways that we lose that weightiness that God has is by speaking about him and using his name wrongly. The third commandment comes to us from Exodus chapter 20, verse 7, which says, do not misuse the name of the Lord your God, because the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. So here's what commandment three means. We should not use God's name in ways that are swearing, shallow, or selfish. We should not use God's name in ways that are swearing, shallow, or selfish. Your version of scripture might say, take the Lord's name in vain, and the same thought applies. We should not use God, his name, his authority, his supreme status. We shouldn't use that lightly. This is most easily applied in removing terms like, oh my God, dear Lord, 
I swear to God and exclaiming the name of Jesus when you stub your toe. Remove that from your vocabulary starting now because God's name is to be respected, not tossed around lightly. Now, this command does not say that we can never use God's name. In the Old Testament alone, God's name is used over 7,000 times. So God's people, when they do the third commandment the right way, they honor God's name. They praise God's name. They respect God's name when they use God's name as it deserves to be used. But to spite God by misusing, disrespecting, or downright hating his name is a serious offense. The Old Testament outlines a few ways that people can use the Lord's name in vain. Blasphemy is condemned in Leviticus 24, 16, which says whoever blasphemes the name of the Lord must be put to death. Making a false promise in God's name comes to us from Leviticus 19, 12. Do not swear falsely by my name, profaning the name of your God. Making a false prophecy in God's name is also a violation of the third commandment. Jeremiah 23, 25 says, I have heard what the prophets who prophesy a lie in my name have said. Finally, wrong worship is also a violation of the third commandment. Malachi chapter one, verses 10 through 14 details that profaning God's name occurs when false worship or half-hearted worship is offered. So far from throwing around some OMGs a little too loosely, there were serious ways that Israel got in trouble for taking God lightly or using his name improperly. There is a modern way that we can sort of understand this in our world. Have you ever heard people address a judge in court, like on TV or in a movie? How do people address a judge? They refer to him or her as your honor. Witnesses say your honor. Lawyers say your honor. Everyone who speaks in a courtroom addresses the judge as your honor. Why is that? Because a judge is a supreme and honorable person. They deserve respect that goes beyond calling them Mr. or Mrs. And you better never call a judge by their first name, like Jerry or Susan. If that happens, the judge can actually do something called holding you in contempt of court. Being held in contempt of court means that you've violated a code of conduct and you can receive a fine or even jail time. Why? Because you've disrespected the judge, you've disrespected the legal system, and in some ways you've disrespected the country because you've taken something serious, a legal trial, you've taken that lightly. If there was no punishment for disrespecting the legal system or its officers or its codes of conduct, lawyers, witnesses, defendants, media, they could get away with whatever they wanted. And something very important, like administering justice in America, would crumble. So, we find that guarding and enforcing something as simple as addressing a judge by your honor is upholding, respecting, and protecting something very important to our world. In the same way that you could be held in contempt of court by refusing to address a judge by your honor, Exodus 20 verse 7 
says, the Lord will not leave anyone unpunished who misuses his name. God could hold you in contempt of his court for violating this. I don't know about you, but I do not want to face God's anger for taking his name lightly. This warning should cause you and me to stop and take inventory of the way that we use God's name in conversation, in joking, in exclaiming, and the way we speak about God with others. Are you using God's name casually, not seriously, using God's name to make a joke or to get what you want? Or are you using God's name with respect, honor, and admiration? If you realize you've been falling short in this area, you know what the best thing you can do is? It's actually to go back to God's name in the right way. Psalm 25, 11 tells us, Lord, for the sake of your name, forgive my iniquity, for it is immense. Misusing the Lord's name is a sin, but the beauty is that running to the name of God humbly rightly brings forgiveness. Now, let's consider why this commandment is good for us. Here's why the third commandment is good for us. It reminds us to take God seriously and use his name reverently. It reminds us to take God seriously and use his name reverently. Our world does not take God seriously. People don't think seriously about him or about life and death or about good and evil or about heaven and hell. Everyone around us, especially our generation, entertains themselves to death. We don't like serious things like school or work. So we tolerate those things because when, when they're over, we go and get to do then what's fun for us. Our favorite hobby, watching TV, listening to music, playing video games, texting our friends, scrolling through social media. We want to laugh, have fun, be entertained all the time. And if we're not careful, we won't leave ourselves any room to take serious things seriously, especially God himself. It's not that our hobbies or our favorite forms of entertainment are bad or evil, but they've conditioned us to not take anything seriously and not make time for any seriousness. British author and philosopher Aldous Huxley said, we fail to take into account man's almost infinite appetite for distractions. Now, maybe, just maybe, this is why sometimes church feels boring to you. Not because church is actually boring, but because you're so accustomed to being entertained all the time. So when it comes time to slow down, Put your phone away, take out your AirPods, and take God seriously. For two hours on a Sunday and 90 minutes on a Wednesday, you don't like it. Starting tonight, starting this very moment, push back against that by pushing into the third commandment. Do not misuse the name of the Lord your God. His name is serious because he is serious. Through Throughout the Bible, we find that God's name is more than just a name. All throughout scripture, God's name stands for all that he is. Think about the name of one of your friends. When you think about their name, it's not just a sequence of letters and sounds. 
their name probably brings along features about them. When you hear your friend's name, you probably think of characteristics like loyal, funny, amazing, uh, sometimes obnoxious, sometimes a little crazy, right? Those words jump in your head because that name is associated and those characteristics are associated with your friend. For example, my grandmother's name was Jean. Now, my grandmother died a few years ago. So whenever I hear or see the name Jean, my heart warms and I get a little catch in my throat because to me, the name Jean is more than just a name. When I see or hear the name Jean, I hear her sweet voice and her laughter in my head. I remember that when she would come visit, she would always bring me a little surprise or a little treat in her purse. My grandma loved Wendy's Frosties, so I love Wendy's Frosties. And when I was little, she gave me the nickname Baby Cakes. But as I got bigger, she just shortened that to Cakes because, well, I wasn't a baby anymore. My grandma was amazing. And all that I love about her is bound up in the name Jean. So even more so, when you think of a friend or a loved one and you associate these great and warm feelings with their name, friends, what comes into your mind when you hear God's name? Just as names make us think of characteristics that we love about that person, so God's name should make us reflect on his amazing character. God's name should remind us of his glory, his salvation, his love, his care for us as his children. A.W. Tozer once said that what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. That is so true. That is why the third commandment is good for us because it reminds us to fill up the name of God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in our minds and hearts with everything he is. The name of God should make us happy, peaceful, grateful, worshipful. And if we misuse his name as OMGs and cuss words, using his name to make us sound more important or get what we want, we lose a vital way that we relate to God. That is through his name. Jesus's earliest followers got this exactly right. In Acts chapter 4, 12 through 13, this is Peter and John speaking. And they say of God's name, there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven given to people by which we must be saved. And when the crowds observed the boldness of Peter and John and realized that they were uneducated and untrained men, they were amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. Christians ever since day one, 2000 years ago, have been identified with the name of Jesus because in his name is salvation. In everything that Jesus is, we find our identity and we find our new life. When the world around Peter and John saw their boldness in proclaiming Jesus's name, verse 13 says the world around them was amazed and recognized that they had been with Jesus. Listen, you may be young. You may feel pretty ordinary in this world. The world looked at Peter and John the same way, as uneducated and untrained men. But by using God's name rightly, you and I gain something marvelous in the eyes of the world like Peter and John did. The world knows we're different because we use the name of God differently. So use that difference to then say, yes, 
I'm a Christian. Let me tell you about the name of Jesus. And let me tell you about why his name matters. One pastor said it best. He said, for when we do all that we do and do it in Christ, for Christ, and through Christ, we show that his is the name we value, the name we love, and the name that is above all names. That is how we follow the third commandment. Hear these words from Deuteronomy chapter 30, verses 19 through 20. I call heaven and earth as witnesses against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Choose life so that you and your descendants may live, love the Lord your God, obey him and remain faithful to him for he is your life. Thanks so much for listening. Make sure to check out the episode description for discussion questions and additional Bible reading to do with your family, your friends, or your small group. And make sure to check back again soon for more content. We'll see you next time.